Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey everyone, welcome to Attentive Fatherhood on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Bradley Hasemeyer. Each week, I bring you honest and hilarious conversations with men from all types of backgrounds. But at the end of the day, we all just want to be better dads. Hey, attempters, question. How have I become a better dad over the past nine weeks of interviews and podcast episodes? Today, I'll tell you. And honestly, there are ups and downs. But first... Season two is coming to an end, fellas, 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 thank you. Thank you so much for coming along for another season of amazing chats, hilarious conversations, and insightful honesty about real dad life. Now, if you are just joining, hello and welcome. Uh, And like someone who's watching the plays of the week on ESPN and you come in on number five, you really should go back and hear the rest of this season and season one for that matter. That was amazing as well. You know, especially for a first season. And it's because I know all these dads. I trust these dads. I love these dads. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's a highly curated playlist, if you will. It's really easy to get all the links on our Instagram page at Attempting Fatherhood. You should be following us anyway. So while you're there, click the follow. And then uh, the link tree has all the episodes. So you can just easily navigate there. You can also go to AttemptingFatherhood.com. Uh, that is a website. That is a website that I built using Squarespace, and that is not a sponsorship. That's because I actually have used Squarespace for other websites. I'm not making any money. There's no code. There's no DAX. There's no, it's just, it is what what it is. Okay, well, along those lines, this whole project is out of my passion to support fathers who are in it. And if you're listening, you are one of those fathers. You're in it. You're making it happen. Way to go. Season three is already ramping up. I've already interviewed a few dads, and uh, I've stacked this series, guys. I'm so excited. We've got CEOs. We have chefs. I haven't had any of them yet, so I have a couple chefs this season. Entrepreneurs, 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 you know, people start businesses. Authors, marketing people, et cetera, et cetera. And like all the other seasons, these are very successful men doing all types of different work, but just like you and me, it doesn't really matter because they're just trying to be the best dads they can. And we all know that a resume doesn't matter when you're trying to change a diaper or deal with an unruly teenager. (laughs) They don't care. I have a Golden Globe. I don't care, Dad. Why can't I date Tommy? I think that's probably a conversation that people have had. I haven't. I haven't had that conversation, but maybe one day. Maybe one day. I'm not really sure which part I'd be most excited about, the Golden Globe, or probably not my daughter trying to date someone named Tommy. I'm sure there's great Tommies out there. Anyway, speaking of Tommies, a quick shout out to Bird Hair. That's actually not a good segue. I just tried to make one. They are giving all of our listeners 15% off with the code BIRDAF, that's B-Y-R-D-A-F for Attempting Fatherhood. And we had their CEO, Chase Wilson, on. He was the final episode just a few weeks ago. It was so good to talk to him. Uh, He's been a fan of the show before there was a show. I approached him and said, hey, is this something you'd be interested in? And he said, yes, I'm about to be a dad. And so it was fun to catch up with him now that, uh, at least at the time, his daughter was five weeks old. Can you remember that back to those early, early days? That wasn't that far from me. I've got a one and a half year old and an eight year old. But for a lot of our dads out there, that was ages ago. But his company, Bird Hair, makes really clean, really high quality hair care and body care products like soap, 
body wash, hair pomade, and stuff like that. Their products all use natural ingredients like things like sea salt and red algae, and they're all made in California. So do yourself a favor, up your dad game with the code BIRDAF, get 15% off your order. I use their products. I wouldn't just tell you guys to try them if they were crap or if they were just giving us a ton of money. Actually, I don't know. If someone was just giving me a ton of money, I might sell out. Anyway, it's not about me. So each season, I do this wrap-up episode. I like to take a minute and just kind of reflect on the past nine weeks, which can you imagine that? That was all the way back to the end of June. It was like summer was really just kind of getting kicked off, and now it's done. Think back about what I've been learning in my own dad journey, and I want to encourage you guys to do the same thing. Look back. Think back. Just take a second. Pause. See where you where you are, where you've come from. Uh, what's really helpful for me is to look back at my camera roll on my phone and think like, oh yeah, there was that thing that happened here and there was that meltdown when we went to that that camp or we went to that theme park or whatever. But for me, right now, I have three things to talk about. Number one, attempting, which is great because this is attempting fatherhood. Number two, confessing. And number three, motivating. So attempting, you know, recently I think I've been convicted that I've been trying to maybe push my kids a little bit into the mold that I want for them. Uh, one of the dads this past season was talking about remembering that your kids are already their own thing. And if you're frustrated that they're not becoming more like you, whether it's like baseball or they don't like baseball or they're stubborn or they're too much of a pushover, whatever, this is a little bit of who they are. Our job is to kind of provide these rails and these guides to help them become who they are or, or deeper into who they are. For me, that's like watching Loic. Uh, he's got these natural tendencies, you know? He loves tractors. He loves machines. He, he sees a motorcycle and he goes, which, you know, I think truly I've, I've completely won as a dad. He's got these natural tendencies like I was talking about. He, he also wants to risk physically. He's like, oh, is that a wall? I'm going to go jump off of that. So it's important for me to be patient with that, because obviously I have an expectation of what I want him to do. And that oftentimes is just whatever's going to make my life easier. Don't do that. If you get hurt, we have to go to the hospital. Don't eat that. If you choke on it, we have to go to the hospital. It usually ends with, we'll have to go to the hospital. Not so much with my eight-year-old. Ellis is a, is a totally different person, clearly. But with Loic, it usually ends with, please don't do that. I don't have time to go to the hospital. But the reality is that's about making my life easier. And yes, as parents, we are the adults, right? We're in charge. But I'm trying to find that balance between letting him be who he is or letting him be whom he is. I need to look that up. And also trying to make sure he lives. <laughs> so I'm working on that balance. With Ellis, I'm attempting to be more intentional. I realized recently, I hadn't told her in a long time that I was so happy that she was my daughter or is my daughter. And I told her that one night after prayers and books and all that. And I said, hey, I just want to let you know, I haven't said it in a while, but I'm just so proud that you're my daughter. And she got this really cute smirk on her face. It wasn't like, here, I'm giving you a gift. It wasn't like happy birthday. It wasn't like we're going somewhere. It was just this like real subtle you know, kind of thank you slash I know slash thank you. And I know from my wife, she's like, I need you to continue to remind me that you love me. I'm like, I told you last year, I put in a card. I don't know what else you need. And she's like, that's an everyday thing. So I think for our kids, especially at least me with my daughter, that's something I want to be more intentional about. 
And another thing I'm trying to try, I'm attempting is to be mindful of leaving my phone in my pocket when we're outside playing. You know, we, we always try to tell our kids, like, it's okay to be bored. My daughter's like, I'm so bored. I'm like, it's okay to be bored. If you're bored, you're going to learn to do something else. Innovation comes out of boredom. And then the second I get bored, I go to my phone, right? And I realized that, that this is a realization. I, it kind of like hit me. I was like, oh my gosh. And like all parents know, it's about what you're doing and not what you're saying. Well, what you're saying is important, but the power is really in, in the performance, right? In your, your kids watching you do something. So for my own sake, I, I was on the sofa Kirsten and I were watching a show. We paused it. She was going to go make some tea. And then like the remote wasn't even down before my phone was up. It was like, oh, I can't, I can't disconnect from a thing that's shiny and flat. And I was like, oh my gosh, Bradley, this, this is pitiful. Just relax. Enjoy the boredom. Enjoy looking outside and counting cars or tossing rocks. Not in front of my son though. He saw me throw a water bottle to him the other day. And the, next, the whole rest of the day is just throwing a water bottle. My wife was like... Awesome. Thanks for that. But that's an example of the power of what we're doing versus what we're saying. So anyway, that's that's something that I'm attempting. Okay, on to confessing. I found myself really frustrated with my kids recently, especially my son and a little bit my daughter and almost kind of resenting them. Like you're keeping me from doing this thing that I want to do, whether it's resting or working uh, and it truly, it was like it was it was a week, probably a week solid, where I was just on edge, and I just I was like, I could get so much more done if I didn't have to deal with you. You know what I mean? And it was like, I, I mean, it, it's a gross thing to say out loud, but I feel like we're all dads and we're all in this together, and so I'm just trying to be honest with you. Um, but it was like, you know, I felt like I could be more productive, I could travel more, I could have more money, I could whatever without kids, not even specifically them. It wasn't really directed at them. It was more like the status of my life, right? It, I don't know if you've been there. I've, I've discussed this with a few of my dad friends and they've felt similar. So I feel like there is some resonance there. I just want to, I want to put that out there in case you are feeling that so that there's not this shame around it. And, you know, what do I do in those situations? I think sometimes I just walk away, but I kind of counter that thought, not that I don't allow myself to feel that because I think it's healthy to be able to truly experience and to go through it, but I counter that with how much better of a human I am. I would just be really one-dimensional as a more successful, wealthy, you know, single guy with a, a Porsche 911 living in the Hollywood Hills. All of those things appeal to me in so many different ways, but I also know I'm more patient, I'm more well-rounded. You know, so there's those types of elements too. And I, I try to bring that in as well because that's the reality. That's not to say that the reality isn't that I feel frustrated uh, sometimes as well, but I really tried to lean into my kids during that time. And part of that too was just recognizing where I was in the midst of that, which is like that feeling of like, I could be doing this thing, I should be doing this thing. And maybe not. Maybe. You know, maybe there's not a dollar value on your time with your kids. You know, maybe you can't totally quantify that because just like, you know, pouring water on a seed in the ground, you know, do you quantify that amount of water for when the seed becomes a full-size tree? Like, no, I need to make sure I'm pouring water now, but not later, or I'm going to wait and pour all the water once it starts sprouting. I don't know. I don't know. These are just kind of esoteric questions that maybe you can be thinking about. So those are my confessions. Thankfully, I feel like I've kind of come through that a little bit. I'm coming through it because I'm talking about it. So I would encourage you to do that as well. You can also DM me 
uh, on Instagram at Attempting Fatherhood. I've had other people share their thoughts and feelings that way. That's been really helpful. All right, moving on. Motivating. Yes, this feels like a plug for the show and for our social media, but I'm encouraged from all these fathers who have offered advice ranging from it's okay to take another loop around the block if you aren't ready to come home or just the simple of you're doing it however you can and that's a win. I'm encouraged and motivated by all these great men who share their life on the show. Some of you guys have DM'd me on social talking about how helpful this show is and for other men in your life as well and you're sharing the show, which is great. So I'm motivated by that. I'm also motivated by how quickly my little guy's growing up. He's a year and a half and, you know, as he grows up, there's these, you know, baby life for me isn't like my favorite part. I'm loving where we are with Ellis. I Baby baby is just harder for me. It's not how I'm built. It's not how I'm wired. I know a lot of dads struggle with that as well. But then there's other dads who are like, this is amazing. And so I, I'm certainly not uh, looking down on that at all. But just for me speaking experientially, what I do know about that is how quickly those phases change. And I know it just leads to new challenges like it does with my eight-year-old as she's growing up. And there are these places that seem like, you know, they seem like they're so hard, these moments, they're not going to change, but they do, obviously, and then they're outgrown, and then you're moving on. And I'm seeing that firsthand, I'm reminded of that, I guess, because the growth is so much faster at my son, who's one and a half. And so that's some encouragement as well. Like the flip side is people are saying, enjoy the moments. And I I would say yes, but I would say try to enjoy the moments. It's not always easy. And I think for me, certainly it's a proactive, take a beat, take a breath, enjoy the moment, try to enjoy the moment. You're not going to win every time. It's it's not always enjoyable. When I work really hard and I make a delicious dinner and we sit down and we have about 45 seconds where we're all at the table together before my daughter has to go to the bathroom, my son has thrown something on the floor, I forgot to put out ice and my wife leaves and gets ice and water and brings that back and now I'm done with my plate. I've got to fill it back up again. Loic's hungry again. It's just like, it's chaos. And I'm just like, this is so frustrating. But I know I'm I'm actively trying to enjoy those moments and just kind of look at it and be like, all right, this isn't forever, right? So there you go. Trying to trying to take that mindset. I have a kid. They're with me. They're learning from me. I'm learning from them. This is a blessing. And not forcing that down your throat, just kind of reminding yourself, a bit of a mantra, right? And then maybe after a while, there'll be moments where you don't have to try so hard. It'll just kind of naturally come. So yeah, that's it, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, dads. You're out there, you're working hard, you're doing your best. And if you're not, then okay, time to make a change. Time to time to step it up. And I tell myself that as well. It's every day, right? It's not just this global um, perspective, but like, how can you do it today? As always, make sure you are sharing the show. That's how we get this thing to grow. We're gonna bring it to more fathers. We're gonna continue to love dads. We're gonna encourage them. We're going international. We're gonna blow this thing up. Now, I have this vision as I was kind of writing out some of these notes of, of a long line of men standing shoulder to shoulder as we look around and you just kind of realize how many other dudes are standing there alongside you as we're all attempting fatherhood. And you're one of them. So from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. Have a great week. Go out there. Love your kids. Love your family. Love yourself. And get ready for the launch of season three. It's going to be the best one yet. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Attempting Fatherhood. My whole hope with this is that we build a community that encourages dads and that brings new information to the table and and gets you excited about living your life, doing what you're doing. 
If you have felt that way, please make sure you rate us on Spotify, on Apple. Just rate us. Give us some stars, hopefully five. And make sure you share this. That's equally important. It's a great way to build community, to share this information with other dads. You know, start a text chain, whatever. That helps us. That helps you. We grow this community and all that. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Attempting Fatherhood. Again, thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.